The views expressed on this episode, as with all episodes of Thick and Petty, are solely host opinions. Content here should not be taken as indisputable facts. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Nick here. Um, I'm just going to be me tonight. We have a special guest I'm going to introduce in a second, but um, that petty bitch, Stefan, uh, Miss Louisa, if you hear, if you hear this, um, could not be here tonight. Um, they were traveling and felt that Monday night was a reset night. Um, so it was like, we'll just record for another episode another day. But I'm really excited about this one because um, we have a special guest here. Um, this person is one of our fact checkers. This person is also very petty. Um, and this person happens to be my boo and my partner. And here they are, the insatiable, the lovely, the incomparable Starina. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Starina. Uh-huh. Nice I mean, we were talking, we were talking about birdcage before, and it's going to be like a Starina. <laughs> well, then if you're Starina, like maybe that's your alter ego, and I'm Armand, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like so, like, hello everyone. This is Deshaun, also known as DD or Auntie DD. Or fact checker number one. Fact checker number one. <laughs> so I'm the one providing you all the correct information when these folks who do not do research before they do this podcast apparently, podcast apparently. So I have to look at this information for them. Yeah, I mean that's not my job to do the research. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, so welcome. Super excited to have you here filling in for um, for Petty. I'm yeah. thick and she's Petty, so you're Petty today. So <laughs> welcome. Um, so how are you, Dee Dee? I'm doing well. Like, you know, excited to finally be a guest on the podcast. And I not just a bitch sitting in the corner. Exactly. <laughs> tired of being a spectator. So <laughs> nice to be here and um, fill in for stuff. Obviously, I could never replace Stefan, but well, <laughs> I mean, you're now. Oh. Oh. Welcome to the hot seat, bitch. The hot seat. I'm not getting in the middle of you too. Uh, so clearly, I, I cannot be Stefan, but I, I will assist today. We are going to try our best. You know, they always say second place is the first loser. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think before we get started, um, and you know, you've been, you've listened to our show, you've sort of seen how we um, interact. And so I think it's, you know, time for us to talk about our petty of the week or just something that really was just eye opening and like what the fuck moment of the week. So um, why don't you go first as our guest, let us know what's, what was your petty of the week? My petty of the week. Um, so I was leaving um, work to get home. I was interacting with someone um, in the building who works the front desk and, you know, older person. And I don't know if there's something about my face that I think screams, tell me your life story, even though like you know nothing about me. Like that's happened to me probably my entire life. Um, this, you know, woman was going on and on about her current boo and how he's not treating her right and you know whatnot and the part the part that gagged me one was like i'm getting all this information about your personal life that one i didn't ask for I, i'm just trying to get home <laughs> and right, right and the line that gagged and gooped me was <laughs> she said i need a man to treat me to respect me like the queen that i am and disrespect me in the bed and oh, the face, like I, I, I see, was not I expecting see. that, and I'm mm. like, oh, um, I'm happy that you're still getting it, Boo because I think she's about like 60, 65. So I was like, I was not expecting that line. Oh, she's still hitting it like that. Still hitting it. So oh, like, shit. more power to you, honey. But mm. I do not need to know that about your life, mm-hmm. especially when I, I'm trying to get home. I'm gagging. <laughs> I'm a fucking gag ball in my mouth. I can't with that. Yeah. So I, yes, okay. I, I was like, it's. It's time for me to go. Well, and like, that's very, I mean, really the pettiness of that is like, you talking about your whole ass man in front mm. of a stranger, mm. literally stranger, like it's someone you probably see constantly yeah, often. Yeah, nice yeah but like, but to just be like that, that forward about like, mm-hmm. can you repeat the line again? <laughs> <laughs> I need a man who can res- respect me like the queen that I am and disrespect me in the bed. <sighs> I need a man. It was the disrespect me in the bed part of that. 
that would send me to hell. I mean, like, just it did now, but that would, in that moment, like, I, I, what I, do you I even passed do with away. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you do with that. I, I was speechless. I clearly <laughs> were still I speechless. Not, I, just, literally, I had to, like, look away because I'm like, I know I'm making a face right now. And mm. was not expecting that. But. Yeah. Oof. That's, well, we wish her luck. We wish her luck. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, if this current man does not work out, if he doesn't treat you like the queen that you are, and if he's not disrespecting you in a bit, well, that was the part of it. She was telling me that he does well at that part. He does disrespect her to bed. Also, information I didn't I didn't ask for. Oh. Um, but hopefully like, she's like, doing well. I just like that. That's the thing I've never understood. Like, why? What is it about, like, because I've gotten that too. Sometimes people just tell me way too much information. Mm-hmm. That's, like, years ago in one of my former jobs when, like, a student of mine was, like, not like feeling well was like kind of like toppled over on like their side and mm-hmm. i was like are you okay and, like i'm thinking like the stomach bug and i'm like no i have my period and i'm like why are you telling me this like <laughs> I, do i have a face that says tell me what your cycle is like that's not what like nowhere did i have that embodiment so it's like okay. i did well sometimes like i don't want honesty <laughs> i just want like a little fabrication <laughs> like this is not what i asked for i was like someone someone you know having their period is not bad no, and like I, and that's, and it's not even like very look. Natural. It is very natural. I just was not expecting that. Like I think that's more the uh-huh. shock factor in mm-hmm. all. But like then it was, I think for me, like that set off this sort of repeat of like then a lot of other students were also telling me when they were on their side, and I'm like. I'm so glad that you have a functioning reproductive system. I don't really, I don't want to know this right now, but like more power to you. Like I know I couldn't handle it. And I give all the credit to all the women and all the people that I'm like, y'all, y'all do the damn thing. Yes. Y'all do the damn thing. But and maybe they just want you to like note it on your calendar so you can track their cycles. Clearly, I'm like, I'm not Apple Watch. Like, I'm not going to track your shit for you. Sorry. Like, sorry, not not sorry. I can't. I'm like, this but, is not a sponsored podcast. Apple, <laughs> like, so please reach out to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But like to your point, that it's the shock factor for me that like mm-hmm. someone just was like, yeah. Let me just let me just tell this. Ne- it's one of the, like the next person that walked through here. I'm going to tell them about my sex life and the lack of what my husband's doing in life and not in bed. Right. Like mm-hmm. that. Kind of, it's just mm-hmm. craziness. Well, that is pretty petty <laughs> and pretty <laughs> shocking. I'm so. petty of the week. Yeah, so this actually happened this morning. <laughs> so we're talking about it. So um, I don't. I know I've been watching it, but have you been watching The Last of Us on HBO? I am halfway through the first episode. Okay, so love the video game. The show is phenomenal, super mm-hmm. good. Have you watched the episode yet with the um, with the guys Henry and Sam? No, because I think that's episode three that everyone told me about. No, seen. it's um five. It's like there's like okay, a little yeah, boy. Four or five. No one. Okay, so. You know, I need to tell you about the premise of it, but basically, oh, and see, like this now they're really petty because they just deleted the tweet, and I actually uh-huh. I screenshot it uh-huh. earlier. So, because <laughs> this is what I do. Oh, so, anyone who's watching that, watching the show, or you know, hasn't seen this part yet, there will be a spoiler. So, no, there is no spoiler. Sure, it's no yeah, spoiler. no, it's no spoiler. So, basically, in one of the episodes, there's a little boy, and his name is um, in the show, his name is Sam. In real life, his name is Kayvon Woodard, right? Mm-hmm. So super cool kid like i've seen some tiktoks of him like being on Uh set playing with like pedro pascal and bella ramsey like he's just Uh like a really cool personality um he's 10 years old Mm -hmm. um and one of the things i found out over the weekend he's actually from Bowie, maryland and he's Mm -hmm. a really big washington capitals fan so that's Uh the take that's a national team on nhl here um so this morning wusa9 one of like the local news network stations had put in um tweeted hbo star kayvon woodard gets on the ice with alex ovechkin who's like a really big hockey player Mm -hmm. the 10 yeah (laughs) so um Oh, the other thing I'm going to take before we even get into the tweet mm-hmm. is that uh, in the show, he is signing because he's deaf. And in mm-hmm. reality, he is deaf. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, so he's, and so he says, and I watch a TikTok where he's like, I'm going to be one of the first deaf players to play in the NHL. Like, I'm like, great. You do you, boo boo. I love the uh-huh. story for you. So this fucking news station is like, the 10 year old actor said he wants to become the first black blind player in the NHL. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I died. I was like, okay, you have a team of producers. You're talking about this like really big prominent star that's literally on HBO signing is not blind, is deaf. And you put that, and then uh, one of the tweets, like, watch Tonya problems, like, all they wrote was, he's deaf. <laughs> that's like a response to it. <laughs> so it's like, like, here you queen. Like, it was just the... Who I 
Yeah, 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 but Ross Dodd for Batman. But see, and this is... Uh, that well, is messy. <laughs> that is messy. It is messy. Well, my whole thing is, like, just do your fucking research. Exactly. It's not that hard to see. And how about, how, and how about you just take the literal quote? Yeah. <laughs> how do you mess up the quote? I know. Yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. and so like, and so this is what I do. One of my petty tra- traits of my character, my you know, embodiment of my personality, mm-hmm. right? Is that I love to screenshot bullshit. So you that's what people going to delete it. You're really good for that. <laughs> I know. If anybody ever has any messy tweets, Facebook posting, like I got rid of Facebook, um, Instagram, whatever, you best believe I'm going to screenshot that shit and it's going to my oh, library. Man. So watch it yourself. Happened. It was like a couple of years ago. I remember, like, you and, like, some friends talking about it. Like, oh, like, I mean, this is just, like, I don't go on social media as often as other folks. Like, I only, you know, usually hear about things if you or other people, like, tell me about it, and then I go on and Mm -hmm. try to find it in this particular thread. I couldn't find it because it had been deleted, and Nick was like, hold up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I got the receipts because I screenshotted Mm -hmm. this already. I'm like, see, you came through. Yeah, never know if you ever need the tea and it's deleted. Check with me because I probably got it. So. But yeah, I just like that sent me this morning. I was on the metro and I was like, oh Lord, it was not that hard to find out the like what the kid actually is dealing with. And just mm-hmm. so yeah, now they've since deleted the tweet. <laughs> so that was super petty that literally Washington problems were like because you know yeah. people like you, that you're not the only one who captured that. So I like, know they can never get rid of it. Yeah, and they're gonna it might be one of those, I know. It might be one of those, like, remember on this day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 2023. Like, on earth, this tweet they thought they deleted. But yeah, so that was my petty of the week. And it's just like, the, the it's the retweets for me and the responses to tweets that make even better. That's always like to the comment sections. Like, yeah, love, that's, that's, what, that's what got me. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Sarina, what I'm really excited about this <laughs> week is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Armand. Just, yes, Armand. <laughs> <laughs> what is the island they go to? That what if they like when Armand runs? Oh no, not Armand. No, he wasn't Armand. Armand was Robin Williams' character, wasn't it? Oh yeah, you're, are you thinking um, Hank and Zaria? No, um, who knows Nathan Lane? What was his name in the movie? He was Starine. Like that was his drag name. What was his? Um... I forget. Oh, oh shit. See, fact checker, yeah. do your fucking job. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm usually, I'm <laughs> I was really so... confident about Armand. This is what I do. <laughs> Me too. Folks, this is what happens. I get really confident about who I am. Albert. Albert. Okay, I was right with the A. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there are people like screaming at us, like, Albert, Albert. Yeah, Albert, Albert, Albert. Yeah, yeah so it's been a while since I've seen the birthday. I know. So. I, I might have to actually watch it now tonight. Yeah. After, but um, yeah, so Albert. What was the island that Albert went to, like, after like they were kicked out of the house because he was like too gay? And he's like, I'm just going to go die with my, like, maybe like a toothbrush or something <laughs> to the island. <laughs> Oh my God, it was the island. Uh, and Michelle, my sister, was listening to us. She would totally have tweeted or texted or something about it. In any event, yeah. yeah. In any event, I don't. I don't know why I got to the topic of this island. We don't have to worry about it, but or like Las Copas or something like that. It's like stupid like that. In any event, um, Starina. So I'm really excited about this episode because it's something I think you and I both have really dealt with. I think you personally first. You per- Fisher Island. Fisher Island. Yes, Fisher Island. Yes. Yeah, thank live you. on Fisher Island. Get buried in Palm Beach. <laughs> that way, you'll have the best of Florida. <laughs> 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 oh my god, the lines are so classic. <laughs> Alright, well, we're gonna be the cultural attaches of that word. In any event, back to back to us um in this episode. So I'm really excited about this episode again because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of petty things about what we're gonna talk about tonight, but I think more so that this is something that you personally have dealt with. I'm slightly per like dealing with. We've sort of worked together. We have a lot of friends that have gone through this. We have a lot of, you know, people in our network. It's all on TV, pop culture. It's really big right now. Um, And so, drum roll, please. Yeah, that was my drum. Um, This week we're going to talk about the pettiness of bariatric surgery. (laughs) Because it is petty as fuck, let's be honest. Your fucking stomach is cut the fuck out, and now you can't eat anything. It is rude. It is rude. Yeah. disrespectful. So let's talk a little bit about bariatric surgery. So if you don't mind, I think one of the things that I kind of came in, so you and I got together probably around 20, when did we start dating? It was like 2016, right? Mm -hmm. And you had just had the surgery probably what? So we started dating March um, 13th of 20. 
16. Okay, like, uh, just tell us the fucking life story. <laughs> just kidding. Bitch. Um, <laughs> and I had the gastric sleeve surgery September 1st, 2015. Okay, so it was only like a few months. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think what might be really interesting is kind of telling, having our listeners hear a little bit about um, kind of the different types of bariatric surgeries that you can have, mm-hmm. right? The one that you chose, a little bit about what that surgery was like. Because I'm also, I think for me, it's something that, um, I've always been, I think, supportive of in sort of your journey post-surgery. You and your best mm-hmm. friend went through it together. Um, yes, yeah, and so um, talk a little bit about kind of like the different types of surgeries and where you've landed since then. Yes. Um, so I had um, the gastric sleeve surgery, um, which is a part of, it's a weight loss surgery. Um, so if you haven't heard bariatric, that's what it means. It's a branch of medicine that focuses on the treatment of obesity um so there are different ways that you can do it so you have like you know your um surgeries you have um medical um was it medicinal weight loss mm-hmm. you know programs now also which are becoming you know, a huge thing which i'm sure we'll talk about later and like some of the different options that you have um a really big one um for a while was the gastric bypass um mm-hmm. and that's when they take a small portion of your stomach and then essentially rerouted um, your mm. gastric um, system. I'm sorry, I, I believe, if I um, recall correctly, is that you... you believe, think, bitch, you're a fact checker. You should know this. I right? know. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know? no, well, I'm saying I believe because I can read about this, but because I didn't have it, I'm like, <laughs> so, some of the science still like baffles me. Um, but they take your the smaller stomach that they give you, which is probably the size of like a balloon that hasn't been inflated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then kind of course corrected. And so instead of it going directly into your small intestine and working its way to your large intestine, um, I believe they just connect it directly to your large intestine. So like food is not being absorbed as much and when you can't eat as much, like not as many nutrients. And so it's just like going through um, and like the food is avoiding a lot of that kind of reuptake and that mm-hmm. process, uh, which is in Interesting surgery, like that's the one where you have the most dramatic weight loss. And from what I recall, you can lose up to 90% of your excess body weight Mm. with the um, gastric bypass. bypass. One of the downfalls um, that I've heard anecdotally from other folks is that um, you kind of, one of the side effects is this thing called dumping Um, syndrome. mm. And for those who are... If you're a bottom, you don't want this one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this if you're a bottom. Um, Bypass is not for you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so it can cause you to um, like go eat something and it just won't agree with you. And um, not only is your food already kind of bypassing you know, big portions of like what would naturally be your um, gastric tract. Um, it's like, oh, I'm going from zero to 100 in like two seconds. And so you're either like vomiting or like, you know, really the big thing is that you're shitting your brains out and there's no like, okay, I guess, you know, let me wait for me, myself to get home or whatnot. Like, no, you have to get to a bathroom like right away. And so not the experience that I would want, in my life, that's not my ministry. Um, so that's why I, didn't, um, <laughs> uh, I just like yeah. that would be something that would be on like the people of Walmart, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. one of those memes of like, I have a dumping crisis. Exactly. In the middle and of I have nowhere to go. Yeah, exactly. I and you can't, you can't help it. Um, but also, like, some of the things that um, have come out of it is either um, many people gain the weight back mm-hmm. uh, with bypass. Um, also, um, you um, sometimes have liver issues and other complications that come along. Mm-hmm. Um, with it but again it's the one that has the if you're trying to lose the most of your excess weight that's one of the and it's all like i remember like a, f- a couple of folks i grew up with who ended up like having the surgery the bypass the gastric i'm sorry bariatric surgery mm-hmm. um some had also chosen like lap band so that's where mm-hmm. they actually like a insert the device the and they mm-hmm. twist it to like tighten your stomach and you can like uh-huh. always adjust it based on kind of what your goals are and mm-hmm. Um, I only remember that one being problematic because it really required like literally maintenance, right? Yeah. But then also you too, report, right? that would be yeah, like, you know, abdomen mm-hmm. and that's where they go and like inflate. And there's like infections the that come infections, from it. Yeah, your stomach can um, grow around the mechanism, the balloon, you know, part. Um, sometimes um, one of the other complications with it is um, it would slip, um, so it's, it would not stay in place, and then 
you know, go towards your esophagus and like clamp around there. Uh, so literally you can't get anything down. Mm-hmm. And it's just like mm-hmm. so many complications um, yeah. with that one. Um, and so there are some folks um, who get corrective surgery and like just get rid of have the right. band removed and like do uh, like gastric sleeve or something. Right. And so you had the sleeve. I had the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to be the surgery of choice for Dr. Now and all of his patients yes. on 600 pound life, which is also petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yes, um, yes. But so talk about a little bit like your sleeve experience. Yeah. So there are um, less, less complications with the gastric sleeve. Um, so one of the things um, also with the, that I'll note about the bypass before talking about the sleeve is that so like they kind of reroute your kind of organs and stuff like that, but they're um, essentially still in your body. With the gastric sleeve, um, they do not reduce your stomach as small as with the bypass um, in terms of excess body weight. You're looking at losing at most maybe 70% of your excess body weight, which is not bad, like still a good portion, not 90%, but um, it's still a good deal. Um, so you're, you're left with the stomach that's maybe the size of like a small banana um and the rest of the stomach is clamped off and physically removed from your body so like there's no mm-hmm. corrective surgery so I'm like okay let's like try to re- reattach it like because it's you know so mm-hmm. system though i don't think that's ever an option even with the bypass um but it's physically removed from your system um and one of the things that um we were told in the seminar that we had for the surgery is that the the hormones in the stomach that communicate to your brain and tell you that you're hungry, that's in the portion of the stomach that they cut out and remove. Mm. Um, so sometimes, like, you know, definitely um, in the, for the longest, I had to, like, remind myself to, like, eat or, like, I'd go throughout the day, like, just being busy and not thinking about it. I'm like, why do I feel so, like, lightheaded? And to think, like, oh, I haven't eaten anything today because mm-hmm. I haven't been hungry because those hormones that right. my brain that I'm hungry, you know, wouldn't work, though. I still have greediness, which is weird because I'm like, I don't feel hungry. I'm just greedy. And like, I see something I like. But that might be part of like your addiction to food, right? I mean, I think that's why most people get like the surgery because of their addiction Mm -hmm. to food. And that's not necessarily like the, yeah, your hormones definitely play into that. But if you're addicted to food, like your greediness is going to be like, and the gluttony is, yeah, Yeah, totally. All all mental. You you have to like go through like some of, depending on your insurance, um, if you have insurance to go through the surgery, there are all these steps you have to take to like, qualify like nutrition and regular appointments with the bariatric um, surgeon and then also um, you have to have a psych eval to make sure that you're in a place where you're um, you're going to be successful because you know as they say you know there are many people who think that with a surgery is the easy way out and it's not like mm-hmm. it's definitely a tool it only works if you work the program so you going through and just having surgery and not changing anything else about your lifestyle won't do anything for you. Like you will gain the weight back or not lose it, you know, at all. So I think one of the things that we should talk about too is your petty decision about when to get the weight loss <laughs> surgery because <laughs> I feel like it's only fair that like while you could be a beacon of hope for others that want to yes. go through this process, it definitely came with you being a complete petty bitch. So let's yeah. share this story. Yeah, so I am, um, I am definitely petty in this, in this, you know, way. And so I went through the process with my best friend, Jimmy. I hope Jimmy's listening. Hey, hey, boo. Um, so we both went together and started the process to go through the surgery. And like the insurance that we had um, at the institution that we worked at required a six month weight loss program in order to qualify for the surgery. So we're going through it and I was doing great on the program, losing so much weight. I got to the point where they told me like, you can't lose any more weight loss, so, like you will not qualify for mm-hmm. the surgery. So like, I'm like, oh yes, I'm in a good place. Like, Leave it to the go-getter to be the one to be like, you're exactly. doing you're doing the most with the least, so exactly. stop. <laughs> that's the point where I was like debating like whether I wanted to like go through the surgery or not, and like maybe I should just do the lap band and whatnot. And they were like, well, with your insurance, you only have, you have like a lifetime, um, you can only do it once in a lifetime. And so it's like, if you get the band, and it doesn't work out. If you have to get a corrective surgery, you have to pay all that out of pocket. Mm. Like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm sticking with the original plan of doing the gastric sleeve, but this is my first major surgery. Like I wasn't sure what would happen, and I didn't know whether I would like survive like the surgery because I'm like, one, I have some of the, you know these health issues that are part of the reason why I'm trying to do you know the surgery. So I'm like, well. The best friend Jimmy set his surgery date for um, mid-July. 
I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do mine, like schedule it for like a month or so out to see how he reacts to it. And if he <laughs> dies on the table, then I'm just going to cancel my it was so petty and people were like you know i would tell people that and they're like oh my gosh like that's horrible like <laughs> really I'm like, i don't blame yeah like, <laughs> it's a why, blame like, why should i like you know go through it first like on the same day and like if this bitch dies on the table and then uh, have me die on the table too no yeah like, no. How you, like get through it and if you survive and it seems well then i will go through it and we were using the same circuit so i'm like okay if he does a good job with you then obviously he'll do a good job with Oh my God. Yeah. I, that's one of my fate. That's like one of my favorite things ever that you were like, well, if you die, I'm just not going to get, it. I'm going to cancel it. It's just like, oh Lord. Um, yeah. I mean, I think why one of the things that when we were thinking about an episode to do for this week, I thought beyond like the pettiness of bariatric surgery, because it can be really petty in a way of like, it really impacts like what you can eat and what you can't eat anymore. And I know like one of the things that you've been struggling with, you know, it's, because I do cook for you. I do, I am your personal chef. Um, one of the things that we struggle with is that like you can literally cannot do like chicken breast because it is so dense and so heavy, like the so protein dry, and dry. And like, right. always makes me sick. I mean, we don't, I mean, we are a dark meat family, like, yeah. eh, 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 right? Yeah. Like, hey, eh, like, eh, dark eh, meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, in more ways than one, but anyway, so <laughs> that's for another yeah, conversation. Um, but I think, that's what like pork for sure chicken breast i think there's things because like you salmon. sometimes salmon like because you like literally throw it back up again right mm -hmm. and so a lot of the food like, like not even full right can't can't like my body will not process it yeah and so but give a bitch some cake sugar cake potato chips, chips. <laughs> i can eat them as a penalty now give you a bag of lays that's it and i can Shit up. <laughs> like, right. Nobody's business. So, so I think you know, they tell you like they're, they may be some certain foods that your you know your sleeve just doesn't like, and the option is just don't eat it. And if you do, you know what the potential outcome is going to be. And see, like that's like, and so and for people listening, one of the things that I've done since moving down here, and I think. They always say, like, when you're happy, you eat, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, a bitch ate last year. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I mean, you put a fucking, like, a loaf of bread and I had another one. You know, like, I just. The pandemic also didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? oh. Um, like, I gained, like, you know, because from surgery date to, like, my lowest, I'm, like, I started, at, started the process at 350 pounds. And then I got my lowest was, like, one one ninety. Um, and then pandemic and getting down to DC and falling in love with Uber Eats because there's so many different great restaurants here. Like I ballooned mm. back up to 270. Yeah, and I mean, and I think that's one of those and things. It's a tool, like I couldn't eat much, but the things I right, 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 so, right. Well, so right, and it's a tool. Like you couldn't eat much, but that didn't mean so you had to order three entrees, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, feed me, feed me. I like that. Sometimes I'm a little oh, bitch. I can't, I fucking hate a refrigerator sometimes because you are <laughs> the, left, the leftover queen. I am the leftover queen. I do not like to waste food. No kidding, bitch. You <laughs> also don't like the food. You're like, oh, I really think this is disgusting, but I'm not going to waste it. Oh, no. Mm. Every, I folks, I folks don't bring any food over here because there's leftovers. <laughs> I swear God, there's probably, there's probably food in our refrigerator. There's probably food in our refrigerator from the pandemic itself. Like, it's so <laughs> I'm not so, that bad, honey. Oh, bitch, you're bad. So <laughs> I, yeah. Um, but like, so that like one of the things is like, so because I was gaining all that weight, one of the things I did was I looked into bariatric surgery or just that as an option. And I was always on the cusp and I've always been a big boy, like shout out cuffing season. SZA, <laughs> hey girl, SZA, you listen We're to this. Really big enough to do surgery. It's cuffing season. Right. So, um, but yeah, and so like one of the things that I joined a, med a medical weight loss program. And one of those things is like that you're being on track with um like a nurse or with the bariatric surgeon you have a dietitian and i think that's been really helpful for me um in terms of getting my weight under control giving me a mindset of like i don't need the surgery it's always an option should i not get to a good place but it has been that way i think since i started the program down about like 30 so pounds or so and i'm on medication yeah um getting swole. <laughs> uh, we're trying to be look it's yeah, trying to be tight. hot girl summer bitch we trying to get thick <laughs> thick with the capital yeah 
So um, let's take a quick break because I do want to get into a little bit more about kind of the complications and some of the things that make bariatric surgery petty. Um, so we will be right back. Right back. Hey, Thick and Petty listeners, do you like what you hear? You can support this podcast by looking on your favorite streaming platform, whether that is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or Amazon Music by clicking the link below all of our episodes and to provide monthly support for us. We're a brand new show. We're really excited to keep bringing you content and telling you all about the pettiness that exists in this world. So um, please help us out. We would look forward to providing more episodes for you in the future. Thanks. All right, and we're back. So back to me because this is all about <laughs> all me. About <laughs> that would be if Safan, <laughs> if Safan let me have my way, be like, it's the Nick show. You're uh-huh. just, it's my world, and you're merely living in it. So, <laughs> my <I'm> existence, <laughs> people. This is exactly my existence. I'm, with him. I'm not, I'm not that bad bitch <laughs> in any of this. Okay, sure, sure, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah. So one of the things we talked about before break was kind of my experience with the bariatric process more so going through a medical weight loss program mm-hmm. and i would say that air there are some petty things that come out of this experience number one the cost of seeing a provider every month i we could talk a whole episode about the fucking health insurance of mm-hmm. the united states of america and healthcare in this country why is that free? take some notes that's coming up <laughs> soon um but i mean so like that's a petty part of it right because you have to have you to your point, you have to have maintenance, right? You have to be able to stick with the plan. It's a tool. It's not meant to be the end-all, be-all that I think a lot of people believe it to be. And it can be for some people. For others, it's a, just a tool. It's merely a tool, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. For me, fuck the scale. Because every time, <laughs> I swear to God, just I mean, you've seen this. Every time I get on that motherfucking scale and it's like, you're fat. And it's like, I really like, no matter what, I go to the gym every morning, I'm weightlifting. And I understand that there's a difference between fat and muscle. Muscle mm-hmm. is weighs more than fat. I'm definitely bulking up. I mean, if you see much, you're like, like, and they are, better. and it's like, you go on the scale and it says that you gain weight. So like, it's confusing. I, yeah. It's yeah. Person. Like, so the scales are petty and mm-hmm. I'm over them. I, it's one of those things where I really just want to boycott it altogether and just not do it. But again, one of the things that you have to do when you do this medical weight loss program is like when you report to your nurse practitioner or your dietitian or surgeon, you have to report your weight. And I'm just like, <sighs> yeah. Cause you don't want it to come off as if you're not following the plan, which you are. It's just, right. just how, right. you know, that's um, just how weight works. Yeah. Um, fuck fentermine. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so for those who don't know what fentermine is, it is a, I think it's a class two, one, a, there's something with it too. Uh-huh. Basically it's a narcotic, right? <laughs> the, the narcotic being that like it, it's really narcotic. oh, it's something where, I mean, I tried to give it back one time. <laughs> They're like, we can't yeah. do this because it's a certain type of drug. Give it back. Oh, because like I just, it was a long prescription and it was like not enough mm-hmm. pills. And I was, there was not enough pills and they like, bring it back. And they're like, we can't do this because it's a class you fill in the blank drug. And any of it, it's a stimulant. So basically it's kind of like tells your body without telling your body that you're not hungry. And so there's a lot of perks to it, but the thing with it is you can adjust to it really quickly. And so then you, you're like, Oh, I actually am hungry. Right. And it's one of those things where if you take it certain amount of day, like you take it at the right amount at the right time of day, it can really help you from not eating, take it too late in the day. It fucking keeps you up because it's basically mm-hmm. having extra caffeine. Yeah. So one thing, and the other thing they tell you that it can give you dry mouth and honey, my mouth was dry. My personality dry, but my mouth is dry, bitch. So yeah, that was really, um, Fentramine is really petty too. So what kind of drug is yeah, it? Yeah, so it's a schedule four. <laughs> okay, drug. so I was right. Class so schedule five. It's, it's a schedule four prohibited drug by the US Food and Drug Administration um, because it can be misused. Um, because it shares a molecular structure with amphetamines. Yeah. So, and like at the end of the day, like, again, that's a point of the medical weight loss program, right? It's like, you're not abusing it. You're given a certain dosage. You're told what to do and take it. You're monitoring. I mean, you know, I have, I have high blood pressure. I had to monitor my blood pressure initially when I took it just to see. I had to meet with my um, nurse practitioner, like even a couple days after first taking it to kind of talk about any kind of side effects, mm-hmm. any issues that have any kind of complications. So yeah. that's what I feel. Like you can't be prescribed the drug 
um, and, unless you meet with your doctor monthly. Exactly. So they will not send in the prescriptions. I'm one of those like, okay, here you go. Like you have mm -hmm. like five refills. Like, no, like it's a one-time deal. And then to get your next refill, you have to meet with your doctor, do that check-in. Right. Make sure you're right. not abusing it and that you're following the plan. Right, exactly. So I think that's why I'm comfortable with like continuing with it and Granted, I was sick at the beginning of the new year, and that sort of didn't. I, I took, I got off of the fentanyl because I was already sick. I was like, I don't want to have, I need sleep. I don't want to be kept up because of fentanyl. I already had dry mouth from being sick. I don't want to further cause more problems with it. So I got off of it. I do need to get back on it, I think. But again, like, it's been really hard. At the end of the day, like, this journey is hard. Mm -hmm. Food is something that, and I remember this from like, I don't need like, it. Right. You can't go without food. Right. Well, that's actually something, something that you can like, be addicted to that you right. have to consume all the time. Something that my PE teacher in elementary school, which was ironic because she fucking smoked like a goddamn, like, <laughs> the bitch smokes. Like, that's just called what it is, a pack a day. I don't even know. Uh -huh. But she was like, and one of the things that she talked about was like, you know, you don't, um, you don't eat, you don't eat to live you don't live to eat, you eat to live. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, that's kind of mentality I sometimes have where I'm mm -hmm. like, and I, I love food. It's something that like, I don't think I have an addiction as similar to you. Yes, I definitely lived to eat. Honey. Oh, you want to talk about the McDonald's order? Bitch? <laughs> <laughs> live Call to eat, tell out. the tale. To eat. So y'all, <laughs> I was a mess. I live by. Wait, have... wait, wait, wait is a mess was a mess is a mess Keep going. <laughs> <Still> <laughs> a mess. not in this way <laughs> completely um but like one of the reasons why i needed to get the surgery or like at least you know be in a program to help me with managing my health and my weight because when i was in you know, college i had this this thing that I used to do, which was to walk across campus to my best friend Jeff's place, um, because I had a spare key to his car. I would take his car, this would be at two o'clock in the morning. I would drive to the 24 hour McDonald's that was <laughs> up the road from the college. <laughs> and so my standard order was- oh, Buckle up bitches, this is good. Buckle up because you, you're going to gag. I would get two McChickens, two McDoubles, two filet fishes a 20-piece nugget, and a large strawberry milkshake. Ladies and gentlemen, that's eight items from the McDonald's menu. And I would come back to campus, park my friend's car, walk back across to my apartment, and I would eat that in one sitting. The good news is that you had some exercise in between by walking yeah, to and from that, the car. That walking. <laughs> you burned some calories. That walking. Those who know Ramapo College, I walked from the Overlook to the um, CPA apartments. I think I was in Sycamore. Um, so not that far of a walk, but a walk nonetheless. I mean, any walk at that size probably looks <laughs> like oh, a walk at that size. <laughs> Yeah, so I multiple nights a week I would do that. It, it was bad. Yeah, that's not it, great. It, it was not. That's not like great I at all. I forget. But I would it, have to like sometimes do that because that was the one way I could sleep. I would have to like eat that much and like get the itis and that it would knock me because out. Because I think and again like I think it becomes like a security blanket for mm -hmm. a lot of people. Right, food is a security blanket. I mean, like mm -hmm. look, first of all, doctor now would have been real pissed with that order. Oh my gosh, I can't wait till we we really get into uh, some sort of pound oh, life and the pettiness. Give us like that. five more minutes and then we're gonna go. In <laughs> on Doctor Now in that show, um, but you know that's a thing with any addiction, right? Like mm -hmm. replace food with meth, replace food with, with cigarettes, alcohol, replace food with, with alcohol, caffeine. right? At the end of the day, mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, yeah. Like in one of the things, like on Six Hundred Pound Life, you know, and all, and different shows that highlight the. I think it's a, it is a public health issue of obesity in the country, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is stemming from either some traumatic issue or some psychosis, right? And then, yeah. even, and then so it's like all... childhood bad habits mm -hmm. that, you know, never grew out of. Uh, look, I love me. My mom, Lizzie, love a bitch, love mm -hmm. her. But someone like that is a perfect example of like saying one thing, but doing another of like, mm -hmm. Oh, you know, you might you might want to drop a couple pounds or like you're looking a little big, you know, but then it was like when we got the dinner, like, oh, I can't finish this. You want to eat it for me? Like that's a that builds really mm -hmm. poor habits, right? To make me with my mind be like, oh, anything's left on the table, it automatically goes to me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm playing fucking hungry, hungry hippos and I'm yeah. a hippo, right? Like yeah. I can't like it's hard to like get through that. 
mm-hmm. phase and to be yeah. okay with like saying like no i want to put that away you yeah. know yeah and i know for me growing up like finishing your food was a big thing like clean total clean plate syndrome and you'll see mm-hmm. me sometimes where i'll sit there and even graze until like, right. i finish everything because i just mm-hmm. have this mentality that you're not supposed to waste you know food one because food is not cheap right you know so like mm-hmm. putting you know stuff on a plate get and it together it jenny to allen get it together says <laughs> mm-hmm. we're done with the inflation here we are yeah so it's just it's it, it's a process and it takes a lot of management and you know you have to be intentional about living a healthy lifestyle i, I don't necessarily want to call it like weight loss you know journeys but like just being more healthy yeah because so, some people like are not meant to be real thin. Like I will never be real thin. Oh, Even I, I was down at like one ninety. Like people like told me like I look sick. Oh, you and, look like, amazing. Family members were like, you know, like you need to stop losing weight. And I'd I be, mean, like, I can't control you. It. Were, like, you were, you were, you were Deshaun Courtney Love. I mean, you just looked <laughs> like you had snorted some coke, did some heroin, <laughs> and called it a day. I mean, like yeah, you were. Okay. It looked. It looked. Yeah. Yeah. It. I was. I look like. Yeah. I was sick. Yeah, I was not and, meant to be that. Scary. And 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 this something I have been working through with like both a combination of therapy and this program, and even chatting with you and others that went through like the whole bariatric process is like I'm never going to be rail thin. And I think when I think about my own life experience growing up with a twin who was rail thin, like very athletic and. Um, you know, could eat a fucking pound of pasta and lose two pounds. I had a spoonful of pasta and I gained 10. Like I just was never, mm-hmm. it was never going to metabolism. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was always husky when I was growing mm-hmm. up and shout out to the husky boys out there. Ooh, you know, that was talking I was about. As well. <laughs> I was wearing adult clothes. I think uh, I bypassed husky. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I wish they had husky for adults now, yeah. which is basically just like, size 42 okay just <laughs> so whatever it is um yeah, all my brothers were skinny and the, the good thing about me being the fat one probably the one benefit of me being the fat kid was that i didn't have um hand-me-downs no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't fit my older brother's clothes <laughs> so i always had that new new stuff <laughs> yes. yes take full advantage being fat had a perk so that, that's the one perk it has yeah, I so I it's it's just been a, it's been a journey for sure, and I think one of the lessons I really learned out of all of this is the benefit of having a community. I know you had initially probably a couple months after your surgery, you had gone onto YouTube and had done some videos with Jimmy to kind of mm-hmm. talk about like the recovery, the you know updates, tipping tricks, you know you know, tell you, um, because I think there are a lot more, a lot more people now who are out there talking about it more openly and whatnot. But I think for many, it's still taboo. So like those who are considering the surgery, it's nice to have those people who can talk about their experiences. Everyone's experience is going to be a little different. Like Jimmy, his recovery period was like awful to the point where he almost like got really sick and thought he was going to like, you know, die. Like he was like really in bad you know, shape and um, my experience wasn't you know, like that at all. But some of the differences also is that, you know, we talked about me earlier that I can eat something that doesn't agree with me and I throw up right away. Jimmy has never thrown up post-surgery. Mm-hmm. So it's like the experience is different for, you know, for everyone. Um, so our YouTube um, show that we tried to start that, you know, we didn't continue. I think we did maybe two or three episodes <laughs> of it. It was called Two Gays, I think, in a sleeve or something like oh, that. Geez, <laughs> messy um, uh, again picking the right word were uh, <laughs> i'm not messy anymore i'm classy thank you mm-hmm. um but yeah we just want to give like tips on like things that people can you know expect you know being you know one month out like a couple of months out and you know whatnot yeah so i think another thing and this has been really highlighted a lot in popular culture and we sort of alluded to this with instagram and kind of what we are going to be doing for this episode is 600 pound life i mean that's been that has become a phenomenon in pop culture i mean there's memes and i think there's definitely drama with the show and i think that's why i i personally enjoy the show for Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons one there's drama Mm-hmm. Right. I think Doctor Now is hilarious yes. because yes. he is he gives zero fucks. Zero fucks. He will tell mm-hmm. you like it is. And he'd be like, you know, you can never ever lie. Like this that you can never, never lie about what your diet was because the bitch would read you. Read you. He gives it to you straight, no chaser. Exactly. I mean the kind of that's a couple episodes. That, I, that were memorable to me would be the ones, the people that would go in. And again, this is very hard. It's not meant to be 
making fun of or um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not making like, fun of people. No, but you're like talking about it. But there are people who you're going, you, you're on this show. You're being recorded. Right. And then you go into Dr. Noun's office and you lie and say that you're following the program when there's hours and hours of footage <laughs> of you not following the program. Talking about all you did was eat salads. You don't know how you gained it. I know. Bitch, you were eating fried chicken and burgers. I know. Well, 12 were the people that were like, were the people like, well, I ate a salad. It's like, sure, honey, you ate a salad, but you had a whole jar of ranch dressing, like full-bodied mm-hmm. ranch or right like, like, like <laughs> shredded cheese that you threw on top right. of it like, I, I think what i'm trying exercising what i was trying to get to is like you don't want to like discount the, the complications and the t- mm-hmm. and the, the intensity of the struggle, struggle of it but to your point like you also can't be like oh i what do you mean i gained 10 pounds like you can't go to mcdonald's and order a diet coke and say that mm-hmm. like a diet coke is what got you through and made you lose some weight mm-hmm. right like you have to put in the yeah. work that's part of like you know the psychological part you know of it and why you know therapy is important like i i i, I you know in total support of the people who go on the show and know that they they fucked up when they go see dr now and they've just fessed up to it like no like you know this is what was going on like I didn't follow the plan, but like I want to be committed and I want to get back on track. But right, it is it wasn't working this time. Right, like, yeah, don't don't lie. Like he's, right. he's going to know that you're lying. Right, because right, he's right, done, right. He's been in this field for how long and knows that exactly the scale yeah. will tell us a true story. Like if you follow the plan, there's no way that you're going to gain. Exactly. Pounds. I yeah, and so like and there's people on the show who definitely you're they put the work in they. And those are the those are the really fun ones where it's like you did the damn thing, honey, and you better work it right. Mm-hmm. Like you lost all the way, you look good, you know that you killed it. And mm-hmm. then there's the ones where people. The one that I'll never forget was the one who was at the gaslighter. He's mm-hmm. the one that the, there's memes that go all around now where like he fell, fell off the golf cart in the back end. Oh, he was I like, I did not see that one. Oh, that was a good. If you all know this episode, you know what I'm talking about. This guy was a complete bitch mm-hmm. like just just a nasty yeah i don't like those like the people who everybody every he, everybody was wrong he was never he was it was never his fault why he was so heavy um he there was a scene where he literally was in the back of a golf cart and they were going up like this it was like the tiniest like bunny hill ever and he literally falls off and was like i can't get up and it was just like just super super dramatic but he blamed everybody then he had the one who was like had the nurse mm-hmm. um come in and like he basically like called the cops on her too and like for saying like, he, like she's, yeah for like she like stole something of his or whatever mm-hmm. it was or like he was like she was being abusive oh, and she was like again i got cameras i didn't do any of that shit so mm-hmm. i'm out like just was mm-hmm. rude it was bad yeah yeah but i just i just like i i love that the show is out there because i think it does inspire many people to consider mm-hmm. you know weight loss, weight loss um surgery or a bariatric program of some nature but there's some people who go on that show and just embarrass themselves. It's like, <laughs> who are you kidding? Or the Bobo? Was that the kidding? Is that the one? Is, is, was was it Six Hundred Pound Life? The one with the um, she was trying to eat like the peas or like Brussels sprouts, and she literally like shaking the fork, uh, and then she like uh, sniffed it and started crying. It, it reminds me of your your bitch ass. <laughs> like, for those who don't, I think I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast. But I like, have not. My husband hates fruit of all kinds, <laughs> except for maybe like an apple like a, a, a sour apple once in a bowl he may eat or like he'll eat apple pie that's that's his extent of fruit oh it's like a phobia but trying to get him to try it's fruit more, it's more he breaks down he, he cries like, <laughs> he's a total baby when it comes to trying fruit and i love me some fruit oh we know even our dog know. loves fruit we know you like that fruit bit oh yeah we know well, I'm Stefan classy. also likes fruit too. We know I'm this. Classy. So okay. Yeah, but you sit there shaking and crying too. So it's a phobia. It is. So you I'm should sorry. understand her pain. I no. Well, problem. okay. Like yes, I do, but I also mm-hmm. am like fruit scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. I'm like from like being. I'm like mom, pick me up. I'm scared. Like I just like someone give me like a piece of fruit. I can't do it. You're missing out on. Some it's great a texture. Stuff. I'm sorry. Can someone really be like I? I fucking love bananas. Like, not one. I person. love bananas. Ugh, why? I eat them all the time. No, they fucking smell awful. They're my favorite. It's often what I have for uh, breakfast. Uh, I of just course, have a it's your favorite. I love banana flavored things. I like banana ice cream. Oh, the best banana in it. I'm me, usually going to eat it. Give me some artificial fruit, honey. I'm good. Give artificial me a, fruit. A Jolly Rancher. Disgusting. I'm in it. You like banana Laffy runs, Taffy in it. Which banana runs. Do not taste like it. banana at all. So. 
That's not fruit. Oh, well. <laughs> Look, I, I get my fruit intake by taking Flintstone vitamins. I mean, let's just call them what it is. <laughs> I will give you that. You and your vitamins every morning. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, a fruit is literally the bait of my existence. It's terrible. And you know what the funny thing, too, is, like, growing up, it was, like, and I, my twin and I, she loved fruit, like, loves fruit, and I can't stand fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So, growing up, it was, like, I would always eat vegetable. Like, I would always eat vegetables, but she didn't like vegetables, so she uh-huh. would always eat fruits because I didn't like fruit. So, it was just interesting how that always worked mm-hmm. out that way. I mean, now, like, she definitely likes – she's expanded her palate. She likes some uh-huh. vegetables now, and we'll eat vegetables, too, mm-hmm. but, yeah. But you, not so much. No, because it's literally terrifies the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. It literally is terrifying. I did actually cry one time when he you were did. talking and about. He promised fruit. me that he would eat fruit, and it was like this whole like big ordeal. No, you did have fruit recently. We went out to dinner. Oh yes, and there were a couple of dessert uh, options. One that you didn't you didn't like. You didn't like guava. No, like guava sorbet. But no, but I did. You ate it anyway. Uh, well, because I was about to spend all that money and not eat fucking. Guava sorbet <laughs> as a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. but then the raspberry based dish, you, you yes, enjoyed that. I one. did, I did. You surprised yourself. I think for me, it's the fact that like if there's seeds that come out of it, and mm-hmm. like I could like swallow a seed. Not that like I'm not yeah. like it's like rugrats. Like those are warmer than grow my stuff. Like I just, yeah. I guess it was mixing into other things. Like there was like yeah, cheese, like, I a just pumpkin ice cream. So like the texture, you probably didn't like have so. That. And actually, so finally, like, I've been actually going to Smoothie King a lot lately because it's been good. But you've been getting coffee smoothie. That's not the same. That's my point. Like I just, I'm not, eating, I'm not adding, I'm not having, I'm not adding fruit to it. it. It's literally just so all coffee and like whey protein. If you're gonna do a smoothie, then why not just add fruit to it? Because then you no, because it's actually it's thing. like the sweetness for me too. Like I just like you know you know I don't like sweet things and like mm-hmm. it's, for me it but the bitch bakes cakes and cookies all the time. For my my ass to eat and gain weight. Look, look. If Doctor Now is in here, he'd be pissed at like me cooking and baking all the shit for you to eat because I don't mm-hmm. eat that. <laughs> You don't complain. I think there was um But don't get to your eyes, you have to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm used to like just giving you like shady looks, so, like when you say something messed up and petty. Um, but I think I saw a meme or someone sent me a meme the other day that it was like Miss Piggy, like, you know, that trend of like your like self, like you look in the mirror and it's like your dark self, like your evil twin, or not saying something, and it was her saying, Oh, like he's getting like, you know, um, he's like working out to like, you know, be healthy. And then, like, the inner demon was saying that, oh, you're trying to look good for other men. Let me bake his ass a cake. <laughs> like, that is my that husband. Is and I think he thinks that I'm trying to be healthy and look good for other people. So he's going to bake stuff to keep me keep me fat. Yeah. Little does he know, I don't know, fat or not, I was, I was never worried about not getting a man. So bulk me up get me 600 pounds so i can see doctor now (laughs) (laughs) anytime that like so just as context to anytime that like we do something that's just like really large (laughs) or rotund or like we're calling doctor now or like there was one time i think it just like got food in my mouth i'm like i need to call doctor i need the bat i need the sleeve the balloon the lap band like you name i need all all of them at the same time (laughs) yeah i so i mean like I, i i think ultimately Back to the point of all of this, which is there are a you hear the cop cars. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening now? We live in DC. Uh, uh, preface to we actually had some gunshots outside our windows <laughs> before, and my nosy Nancy ass was like, "Oh, what is that?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Nick, you're showing your white side. <laughs> you're showing your white side. Get away from the window." He's the like, car- Don't you want to know what's going on in our community? I'm like, "Not when they're gunshots. I'm gonna sit my <laughs> ass me- down." <laughs> Not me calling. I'm the community police watch. <laughs> uh, like you were washing dishes, and you literally stop, walk your stupid ass over to the window to see what the hell is going on. <laughs> I would argue that we're five feet up, like five floors up, but that doesn't matter because the last, what was it, over, last was over the summer that there was the mm. um, the shooting right outside of our place and it like got into like the second floor balcony and like shot like through the, the sliding door. Mm-hmm. So, so I can't use that as a defense that we're on the No, you floor. cannot. <laughs> You're asking me like, are, are there people running? <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. I'm not looking out the damn window. Look, I, Molly and I are very interested in going to No, see she it. was not. She, she sat her ass down too. She was not looking out the so window. So for folks that don't know, Molly is our dog who is a 10 year old bull, bulldog. Lovely, lovely thing. 
the bitch can't walk and yet I somehow pull her to come look with me <laughs> at some crimes happening on Georgia Avenue. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in any event, so now that the police sirens are gone, um, I think one of the things that I've really taken value of with the bariatric program and things like six hundred pound life is it is bringing awareness that like, this is truly a public health crisis. We've always heard about obesity being a problem in this country, right? When you, mm-hmm. when you look at like 7-Eleven giving extra large, super big gulps, deluxe mm-hmm. is whatever the hell they're mm-hmm. called, right? When then you go to Europe and it's like, you get like just like a, like a, a, an eight ounces a large, right? In mm-hmm. Europe, really, you really see the difference of like the consumer economy and like that it's always like customer first and fat first, really, you know, fat a lot first, of right, fat, fat first. first. <laughs> um, so but I think th- shows like that really highlight that this is an issue, but also too that like, to your point, like I think there is a really, for me watching the show, I definitely feel like, okay, I'm not in a bad place, right? Mm-hmm. Like I sure, sure. I love food. I've worked mm-hmm. really hard to get to where I am now. It's still a work in progress. I mean, mm-hmm. I have an appointment tomorrow actually, and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not perfect. It's a, it is a non-linear journey yeah. right yeah. and like it's at the end of the day it's not yeah. like a, one thing is going to fix you forever like you have to keep working your plan mm-hmm. and when the plan that works for you because what works for one person is not going to work right. for me like it may be things that i don't like if i'm not excited about it, i'm not going to do it like you like to lift weights i hate lifting weights mm-hmm. i rather like if i'm mm-hmm. going to work out which i hate working out like i'm the first to admit i hate working out i'll do it because i'm supposed to um but i can run on the treadmill for an hour and love that but ask me to lift something oh no right potentially break a nail Mm-mm. not for me your brittle nails already can't handle I, anything I, thank, else. You. <laughs> thank you i'm trying to protect the little the teaspoon of nails i got is there one food or thing that you like beyond like that you can't eat chicken breast or like really like dense food like that but is there something that you really miss most that like you don't have anymore because of you're not that size anymore mm-hmm. um it's sad to say well not really sad like i'm, I'm being honest i miss I do miss binging mm. to a degree. Um, I used to love like being able to like Thanksgiving is one of my like favorite holidays. And, you know, here in the States, it's like the thing, it's a time of year that is acceptable to just eat and eat and eat to your heart's content. I can never do that. You know, again, there's certain times where just the nature of the sleeve and how my body is like feeling that day, I can want to eat something that, tastes really good and I get two or three bites in and I'm like, I'm full and I'm like obsessed because I'm like, this tastes so good. Like I want to have more and I can't, or this weird feeling of like eating something and feeling full, but still kind of like your body saying like, I need more mm-hmm. energy. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I literally can't shove anything else in. And so this weird feeling of like being hungry, but also being full at the same time, it's, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. So interestingly, I thought, and this is no shade, either going to pick like the choice between drinking or eating. Like when you go out to eat, that like that mm. would be a tough decision to do because no, we, that doesn't that's oh. bother me. Usually, like you know, those times, like I wish I could eat and drink at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I choose food. Sometimes I choose the drinking. Yeah. Well, there's enough sugar in the drinking to make it like mm-hmm. you're eating anyway. Because yeah, I can get full off just beverages too. Mm-hmm. So get that margarita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it's a really good meal, I'm going to choose the right. food. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I can only eat two, you know, tablespoons. Yeah. So, well, I thank you and appreciate you for, you know, coming today to talk to our listeners and to fill in the steps, uh, steps, the shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. It's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in the shoes of Miss Stefan. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things too, while we wrap up is, um, reading through one of our texts or messages between our pettiness. So this just happened recently too. I'm not going to, it's very quick. No point in you taking uh-huh. on the role of Stefan. I could never. Uh, you I could, could never. never. Uh huh. You wish. So, no, just <laughs> um, so the other day, Stefan is away and posted a video of him. Um, I don't know if you saw, it, but like he was doing um, like a shot through like bone marrow, like at this uh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it totally looked good. Like I would totally do that. You know, I like my bone marrow and stuff like that. So that's what you said. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wow, what a pro at swallowing never leaves a drip behind. Oh he, goes, he goes, bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
The way that you two talk to each other, I often wonder how are you two still friends. The things that you all say, honey. And the thing is, like, this is perfect because she's not even here to defend herself. But, uh-huh. like, I, it was, it made me laugh so hard. And I was, like, just getting bitch ass back down with uh-huh. it. So, yeah, that was our so my, 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 It was a wholesome response that <laughs> yeah. I gave to that video. And then here you go. I'm like, in true, like, wow. messiness. So next week, we're going to have her eulogy prepped and ready to go. So I'm really excited <laughs> about this. Um, but yeah, I'm just ready to also be roasted too next week when Stefan returns. But um, so yeah, thank you so much again for thank joining for us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, listeners. And you know, I know you look forward to having your regular host back. Yes, me too. No, just- <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, that shit. Fuck my drive. I'm not going to do your little show anymore. <laughs> All right, so now sashay away. Bye, Miss <laughs> Banji. <laughs> All right, bye, y'all. See you next bye. week.